Good evening, gentlemen. We've got a great night in store for you. I see a lot of new faces out there, as well as some familiar ones, so I'm not going to yammer on too long. I want you all to sit back, enjoy the service, the scenery, but most of all, enjoy the show. Hit it. by biting us. The banana said so. That's true. Incubation only takes minutes. First you get a stomach ache, then your skin turns red, followed by cold sweats, muscle spasms, high fever, then the uncontrollable urge to bite on the infected flesh. Oh, jeez. I forgot one second. Sword speed. You got bit. I felt like maybe I was special. Special? You're not special. I'm special. I was bit ten minutes ago and I'm There, that'll work. That looks fancy. All right. I think I've got everything loaded up, ready to go. What should we call this one? We didn't name the last one. No, we didn't, because we were just kind of flying by the seat. Yeah. Um. And I don't even know where that one went. <laughs> I don't know. Because we've always wanted to do a Walking Dead episode before the premiere, and we never got to do one. Yeah. Squawking Dead. That's what we'll call it. There you go. <laughs> Because I got nothing. I'm not feeling Me neither. That works. Scooch this stuff over. Kind of. Oh, my gosh. Destroying it. All right. We're going to call this live. We're going to go with it. Let's see what happens. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second live recording of Nerd Mode. 
Hey yo. I am Spacebug Chuck. It's my name up there. <laughs> my host, Ditsy B. Hello. <laughs> That's like a totally different hello than your last hello. I know, I don't know. Hello. I'm part way through my coffee. <laughs> but uh this is a pop culture podcast. Uh we talk about all sorts of nerdy things. If it can be read, watched, or played, basically. <laughs> Perfect today, description. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind getting pro wrestling back on the show, too. That's been a long time. We'd have to get uh, Jordan back. But I hardly watch wrestling, so it'd be hard for me to talk about it. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Ange? Not much. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But now we're not doing, we're, we're done with weekends now. So I actually yeah. will have a life outside of my job. All that time to play video games. Yeah, I'm playing Far Cry 5 again. Been playing through a second time already? Yeah. Nice. Well, because it, it rolls over. So I have all my, all my weapons, all my money. All your I stats. Buy, I can buy all the weird outfits now because I can afford it because I'm going to get more money. That's cool. I got to start playing more story-based games. I've been really neglecting that. Mm-hmm. I'm on such a sim uh, sim kick right now that all I want to do is play simulation games. Yeah. So I much PC I haven't played one of those in a really long time. There's some really good ones out there now. And some really lame ones. I played this one game called Cultist Simulator where you essentially, like, to try to start a cult. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of neat. I was kind of imagining kind of like Plague Inc. or something, you know, where oh, you sure. to take over the world. But it's like actually a card game where you combine these little cards and you get little abilities. And once you start, the game just kind of starts rolling and you have to just try to keep up. It's really like philosophical and character heavy more than i was expecting so i tried streaming it earlier this week and one of my followers on here was just like dude this game is awful I'm like yeah this is really <laughs> bad i'll have to try it again sometime when it's just like just me and i can focus but it was it was tough and then i've been playing car mechanic simulator but that one is really intense there is a lot of things to do a lot more than I was ready for, for somebody that doesn't know much about cars. And then, of course, PC Builder Simulator. I love that game. <laughs> <clears throat> when I can sit at work and have in-depth computer-based conversations with my coworkers now and be able to keep up, it's really nice. <laughs> totally. I feel, I feel so smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally retrained my brain for computer talk. I was so far behind back in the day. All right, and I don't. I've only been playing Far Cry Five, and the new Tomb Raider came out, so I've been playing that a little bit. But I've been sucked into Far Cry Five for weeks now. Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I want to pick that up or. Uh... It is co-op. But I'm also kind of eyeing the new WWE game. Looks really cool. <laughs> that's that's co-op like too, but I won't be playing yeah. that with you. That one's like a sixty-dollar game, so I don't know. I'd have to use those gift cards, and then I could get it on, get it for twenty. But yeah, we'll see. 
So I do well, need more co-op. Well, now that I have weekends off, you can rent it and then we can just play it and see if you like it. And then you can yeah, decide give it later. Yeah. Been playing too much like Fortnite and stuff. Well, the only other thing I'm nerding about is the new Arby's commercials. Have you seen them yet? Not the. I've only seen like the Facebook ads with all the. Because there's the the guy doing them is H. John Benjamin, who does the voice of Archer. So oh, all of a nice. sudden, and I'm like, why is Archer doing the Arby's commercials? Well, then uh, <laughs> he's actually acting in them, so it's not just his voice. And their, of course, their slogan is "We have the meats." And I'm waiting for him to go phrasing, <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> I'm so waiting, even though I know it's not going to happen. It just makes me laugh the whole time. I'm I think just, they, they probably I will because they are all about like pop culture references right now. Like, yeah, which is kind of brilliant and kind of cheap at the same time. Where you'll go on and they'll make a tiny Tina out of roast beef and stuff. And you're I like, saw oh my that. gosh, that's so cool. It doesn't say anything about your product, but that's so cool. Like, yeah, you get the nerds actually, going, wow. It's not actually doing anything for you to be like, man, now I want to get a roast beef. It's more like, cool, they made Tiny Tina out of roast beef. Like, Yeah. Well, so and then, brilliant, but kind of cheap. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, you know, we have, they have the, their tagline, we have the meats. And then he comes in for sandwiches. And I'm just like, is that his way of saying, uh, the clean way of going phrasing? Yeah. <laughs> I think but, they could get by with a phrasing reference. I think. Yeah, like on late night TV or on an Archer marathon or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was every time I see him, I just kind of smile. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle for a while was on a uh, Bob's Burgers kick. And oh, yeah. He does the voice for Bob. And then one day I turned on, I, I don't know if I turned on Archer or if we we're watching something else and he was in it. And she's just sitting there kind of idly on her, on her Kindle. And I'm like, Annabelle. Do you hear this guy? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, close your eyes. She closed her eyes for a few seconds and goes, oh, Bob's Burgers. Like, she just immediately <laughs> knew. <laughs> I thought that and was it, pretty great. And it's funny because he doesn't change his voice at all. So Like, that's his genuine that's voice. That's his genuine all voice the all the time, yeah. But I can separate the two characters completely. Yeah. It's yeah, by know, how it's they weird. carry themselves, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I think anything else really. It's been kind of quiet on this front. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, people watching live are forgiving of the ridiculously bright situation I've got on my camera. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have it. I should probably get go on to Twitch, and I'm not. I don't even see what you're seeing. Oh, it's just super bright off to my left, and it actually makes it hard to use the camera because it wants to pick up on all that. So save for moving my camera in a really weird place. And I've noticed my camera setup on here. It has this cool feature that sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. That erases the background and will implant something else. Oh, sure. But because I'm bald, and this kind of stuff <laughs> hates bald people, the light shines on half my head and then half my head vanishes when I try to use that filter. So a huge portion of why I bought this camera I cannot actually use. See, now, if I'd realized that, I would have borrowed you my Glenn hat. I've got hats. I just yeah. I've got these headphones, like, mm -hmm. which that'll be the next thing. I might actually just invest in a standalone mic. So I like yeah. the headphones, but they're kind of big and clunky. 
And then mine kind of squeezed my head a little bit. Mine seemed to be okay. I've got big ears, though, so there's always, like, a pinch, like, my earlobes <laughs> dangle. And... But, uh, yeah, so today we are talking The Walking Dead, which seems like a long time since we've talked about Walking Dead or zombies in general. Yeah, it's been a very long time. Um, we have conversations at work about zombies quite often, and we're all kind of, and I don't know if you're on the same boat, uh, the guys I work with, they don't really watch Walking Dead, but uh, I'm kind of, and it was reassuring because I, I had been feeling it for a while, and then Steph finally said it too, because it was like our show, that we're kind of getting to the point where we're like, all right, let's... We could have a series finale now. Like yeah. we're getting to that that spot where we've been watching this show for what nine seasons? Yep, yeah, nine. The ninth season starts on Sunday. Yeah, so almost a decade. <laughs> and while I love the show, I myself am getting to that point. I'm like, oh, you know, I think we're about ready to be done. Like, I think I've been so into like American Horror Story or. Um, Westworld, all the stuff on Netflix, uh, Black Mirror, all these shows are filling that need for me now where The Walking Dead is kind of not as awesome, still good, but we'll see how this next season goes. Um, do you have a, I don't have it on my computer, a wrap up of what we saw last season? I can remember most of it, but. Yeah, I just, well, because I, I uh, shotgunned, binged the last half of the season in the last couple of days because I didn't realize how far behind I was. Yeah. Um, let me just get the season eight episodes on my computer and I'll remember. I'm in IMDb right now. I know there was a lot of drama. There was, and it was compacted into like a, not like a week of time. The whole yeah, season the was. Screen or TV time was only a week, but for yeah. us it was a whole season. Uh, yeah, so basically the season started with them taking the fight to the to uh, the saviors. Yeah. They're going to finally end it all. And the kingdom, the hilltop, and Alexandria all came together to fight the saviors. And to and kill Negan, basically. Yeah, to get Negan to try to end the whole thing to um, either recruit saviors or end them completely. Yeah. I thought it was cool the Savior's dirty pool attack where they used zombie blood on oh, weapons. Oh yeah. That's that was pretty smart. Like that yeah. was conniving but good where they're just injuring people then basically creating bombs within uh it was Alexandria they did that, right? Yeah. Yeah, Hilltop. It was at Hilltop. They that was at Hilltop? They, yeah, they attacked Hilltop. They were see Simon was supposed to go because I oh, I just Alexandria watched it. It was already gone. That's right. Yeah, they blew up Alexandria, and that's when Carl died. It's right after that. That's and right. then, um, then Negan had the idea to bloody up their weapons, and then they were going to go to Hilltop and attack, but not kill, just injure, and then they would supposed to give up. Well, Rick intervenes as they're going to Hilltop and gets Negan out of there. Well, then Simon takes matters into his own hands mm-hmm. and just full on because Negan's gone. We're going to we're going to take care of them and get rid of them completely, even yeah, though they weren't supposed to. They way. weren't. Yeah, they weren't supposed to do that. And then Rick yeah, and Negan that. had a cool 
it was kind of cool um, face off in a basement where there's walkers. Oh yeah, it's just and how close Rick got to killing Negan so many yeah. times. Like, oh I know. It was, it was unbelievable kinda... how many how many close calls they had. You're like, no, come on, he's right there. Just end it. Like, get yeah. him. Because <laughs> it was kind of uh, cool because it was always, they were like in a basement, but it felt real claustrophobic-y the way they yep. filmed it. So it felt like they were just like right next to each other the whole time. Yeah, and like when Rick got a hold of Lucille and you just realize like, oh my gosh, like he's getting the 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 upper hand here, like slowly but surely. Uh, one thing that... The bloodied weapons reminded me of is a conversation I think they might have brought up on the Talking Dead uh, back when Shane was still around and he was trapped in the bus. Yeah. And he had used his knife to kill some zombies. And then for some reason, I don't know why, it was like the only time they really did it on the show where they used blood to like really attract. Yeah. And he used that same knife and he cut his hand and then bloodied up the side of the bus so they would come around to the side so he could mm -hmm. escape. They brought up like once you get sick, and then you realize shortly after this when he started to get really unhinged. Mm -hmm. so yeah. I think he was already sick before he and Rick had their interaction and their their final showdown. Oh sure. So, like he was already like the virus was slowly coursing through. It just it brought that up. I was like, oh, well, because they they mentioned thing. they mentioned that because I've been they've been playing Walking Dead on AMC all week, and I watched the episode where Jim gets bit in the first season. And he kind of, they kind of hallucinate, you know, he kind of starts going a little crazy, doesn't know, really know what's going on. So that would make sense for Shane's character, for him to, yeah. that he was slowly becoming more unhinged than he already was. And it was interesting they did, when they did it with Shane, is they almost made it like, they'd have flash of walkers. It's almost like a hive mind kind of thing where their brain yeah. kind of just joins up with the others. <laughs> I hope... I mean, they did that on uh, another show that I was really disappointed. Hopefully, they don't go that far, but it was just neat. Um, so yeah, what else happened? Uh, the Jadis loses her entire crew. Yep. Simon again Simon. goes off script and kind of just loses it and kills them all except for her. What did you think about her little? Art Deco bunker she had. I know. I thought because you really get to see who she really is. That yeah. the Jadis character is fake. It's just yeah, something the, she puts on. The monosyllabic, just one word responses. Yeah. Broken. Broken English. Yeah. And then when you watch, you go, "Wait a minute! There's way more to this character and this her world." Because even Simon goes, "What's with the solar panels and the helipad?" Why? What was this place before? Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my god, what was it? So then it makes you wonder, all of her followers, were they all strange too? Or are they all playing a role? You yeah. Know? Like, did they decide, okay, this is what we need to be so we can detract attention or intimidate people away. We need to be freaking weird. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Yeah, Carl died. And did, what did you think of uh, the way she had to get rid of her followers after they turned into zombies? Oh, so gross. So gross. Ma it was smart. Oh, yeah. But, oh. So disturbing. If anybody who I'll... didn't wa who didn't watch it, they the character obviously lives in a junkyard. Well, she managed to lure them to where they crush garbage, and technically, like pretty much made zombie oatmeal. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It was just like this Soylent sludge. Green. <laughs> yeah. 
and you're just like, oh, that is so wrong and so nasty. Yeah, and, was... and you do see a couple of the people you recognize from interactions with the other other episodes. Then yeah. you're like, oh, then yeah, you see them like fall in there. Followers and yeah. stuff. Like they gave a little extra screen time, took longer for them to fall through. And yeah, and you actually see them. You know, it was all fake, obviously, but you see them get crushed up, and it's like, ugh. So now at work, if you ever wonder what would happen if your hand gets caught in a gear, that's oh, what would happen. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. So it's like, oh. We work with very large machinery. Yeah. Machinery that does not give if you touch it. No. Nope. Yeah. Um, one part of the season I didn't, I really struggled with was uh, when Rick and Morgan were with a bunch of the saviors. That bothered like, me so bad. And then when they like, okay, if you come with us, you know, you have my word, you'll be safe. And then the moment Rick and Morgan had the upper hand, they just killed all of them. Yeah. I was like, that was really like a dark moment. Not a bad yeah. one, just dark for the character of Rick. Morgan, yeah. that's kind of his jam, but for well, Rick, both, that bothered me. Yeah. Well, they both addressed it later that they shouldn't have done that. You know, yeah. at the end, they kind of, Morgan says, he goes, yo, you know, you, you had to, and I understand, but you know, we, you, we gave them their word and it's just like, oh man. Yeah. Like going back on that word was. That was hard for me. I was like, Rick, that's who you are. Like, yeah. All you, if you literally start your sentence off as all I have is my word, and then you go back on that, then what else yeah. do you have left? You know, yep. that did bother me, like on an emotional level. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Same with Carl's death. I didn't think it was going to bother me as much as it did. They played it so well, just from the whole story and how, you know, he, his letters and, Spending time with Judith and their handprints on the deck. And I'm just like, oh, and then they find him after he's gone. And yeah, they just, the way they played the whole episode, I'm just like, oh my God, it's just so sad. And I and wasn't I, a huge, I wasn't a huge Carl fan. I didn't like dislike him, but I'm like, ah, he's there. I think but, what was hardest for me about Carl's death was when Negan found out. Oh, I know. Like it really affected him the most. Like yeah. I was surprised at how um, how attached to Carl he really was. Well, even in the last episode too, when they have their little face off, and Rick's like telling him, you know, for Carl, and then Negan loses it. Yeah. He just starts to cry, and I'm like, oh my god! And <laughs> then of course Rick cuts his throat <laughs> yeah which surprised me i thought he like at first had just flat out killed him but he just like wounded him basically wounded him yeah which takes some precision when you think about it to use a yes. piece of glass cut a man's throat not to kill him but just to slow him down slow him down well it's negan too you know you're on the yeah. much could kill that guy especially after his hand exploded that was another thing eugene had the most uh amazing character transformation last season where he went from this sniveling guy to kind of a tough, you know, in season seven, and then he went kind of a tough guy to kind of, you know, with Abraham's help, he got, you know, I can do this. I'm, I, I'm stronger yeah. now. Yeah, he got to be this this sniveling traitor to ultimately at the end he changed back to to be an Alexandrian, where he yeah. and I think it was brilliant. Something that Gabriel had accident or on purpose tried to see. I should back up. Sorry. Um, no, sorry. Eugene was was taken by the saviors because he made a bullet for uh, Rosita. So Negan's like, oh, I can use this guy. He's super smart. So he takes them and he said, well, you're going to make weapons for us. You're going to make 
bullets for us because we were running out of bullets. So he goes to where um, they had found like a, a press. Is that, what I want? Is that right? Like a press kind of shop? Like a mill. like uh... Yeah, that had presses so they could make bullets. Yeah. Well, they... Um, and he's all part of Negan. He goes, I am Negan. And, you know. Yeah, he in, immediately, like, interrupted the guy. Like, what's your name? I'm Negan. Like, that's who I've been. And that made sense at the time. Like, that's. Yeah. That was that's him. That's who he is as a person, is he's going to use people to survive because that's what he does. And Yeah. So then he's all Team Negan. And Negan loves this guy because he's super smart. And he makes all these bullets. You'd actually see towards the end of the season where they're going to um, confront the good guys. The triad, I guess you could call it, because all the, all the towns together. Yeah. And you could see how much work they've done, how many bullets they've made. And they're about to take out all the good guys when <laughs> on three they're supposed to shoot. And all of their guns exploded. Yeah, they screwed up the bullets on purpose. Yeah, they and I thought, made the bullets oh my... wrong, so they would explode inside. They jam and and pop and. Yeah, so then Negan's hand gets gets blown up, and anybody holding a rifle close to their face gets a shrapnel in their face. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he takes out a good, probably <laughs> his, third, his kill count went not, way up that round. Yeah, <laughs> either third or half of Negan's guys in one fell swoop, and yeah. it looked. It was pretty cool looking. And then, then the good guys swooped in and took care of the rest. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to think. It wasn't, I mean, besides loss, you know, a lot of, a lot of death. That was the main points of the last season was yeah. just kind of ending the overall battle against Negan's army that they were Meg so close so many times. Yeah. Maggie's getting to where she's getting really cold now, and I don't know how much I like about that. I'm struggling, she's... and I was actually, just before we came on, talking on another channel about that, about how um, Maggie, Lauren Cohen, is leaving this show, so I'm curious what they're going to do episode-wise with her. But yeah, she's definitely turning a different, uh, turning, like you said, turning cold. Yeah, that's kind of where she doesn't. I have to say though, I am shipping Alden and Maggie right now. That's that savior that wanted to stay at Hilltop. Oh, wanting to get in there and wanting to become part of the group, even though he's been getting pushback constantly. He even says to Tara at the very end, he goes, "Well, I'm with you, even if you're not with us." And then finally, she yeah. gives in and gives them guns to fight the saviors. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so shipping them right now, because like he really likes her or likes the, likes the town, likes the little village, you want to call it, and she's really fighting, getting close to anybody new, yeah. not like in a love interest way, just in general. Yeah, she's been. She doesn't want to include. Yeah, she doesn't want to include new people. These are our people. You are not part of us. She says that several times. But I'm like, oh, I'm shipping them right now. No, I think for me, I think. I'd be fine if Maggie just stays solo. Oh, so me too. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm like going, oh, well, they should be together forever. I'm not like that. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, they would be kind of cute, you know? Yeah, I like but how I'm... her and Jesus interact with each other. I like. like oh, I know. They're little... like, a, they're almost like a cool, like brother, sister, yeah. you know, Siblings partners in crime kind of a thing where they're just like, I got your back. You got mine. We totally are on the same page here. Yeah. I'm worried, though, about that little meeting they had. 
with Jesus, Maggie, and Daryl at the end of the season. I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, where she's F- not a fan of keeping Negan alive after all this work they went through and how yeah. Rick was keeping him and after everything like, he did. Yeah, like, no, not Daryl. I'm like, uh oh, Daryl and and uh Rick are gonna be at odds again. I'm like, oh no. I'm just and I mean we can use that as a uh where we hope season nine goes on, there you on go. your outline is I'm really curious. And I was talking to, who was I talking to about it? How Andrew Lincoln is leaving the show this season. Yeah. We've got eight more episodes. I looked it up. And so basically Daryl is going to become the front runner. He's going to be like the new Rick. He's going to be the one in charge mm-hmm. character wise, maybe not in charge like storyline, but he's going to be on all the, the walking dead stuff. Yeah. I hope they open up his character for that. Yeah. Because basically I was trying to think about it and that'll tie into our least favorite episode. I don't have a specific episode, just how one turned out. Um, He hasn't done much personality wise since um, even going to Alexandria. He just Mm kind of grunts and yeah simmers his way through scenes and i don't know how that could transfer to a main character role yeah really the only episodes where he's actually shown development or personality and i like daryl i do personality is when it was just him and beth where he you know he really showed that he cared about people and that he was more than just the guy on the bike it was more than just like the han solo character yeah so there was that episode and then uh terminus the terminus episode where everything falls apart and then he sees carol again we actually have to see an actual person or with him and merle when they finally came together and then broke apart again yeah it seems like (laughs) the only time daryl as a character opens up is like with extreme loss yeah so I don't know. That means a lot of people have to die every episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm, like Norman Reedus is a great actor. Just his character is kind of boxed in right now. Yeah. So hopefully that that'll and that might revive the show too. Yeah. If they start playing another characters and what they from what I watched, I watched the the preview special. I watched most of it um, about what's going to happen in the next season. It sounds kind of interesting. So that we can go about that when we get there. But. Um. And I just, sorry for the people watching, uh, I just realized now the desktop audio has been off. Well, although we're still recording, um, no audio has been hitting the feed this entire time. Oh, no. I just looked like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did not have that turned on. Oh, well. Um, well, we have you'll, one you'll viewer post so it far. later. So. Yeah, I think the viewer we have is like a bot. Um, oh, okay. Or I have it loaded somewhere. Hey, bot. Hi, bot. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, I just looked down. I was like, wait a minute. My little color bars aren't moving. Click, click. Because during the (laughs) opening, when I was getting things set up, I turned off the mics. Sure. Um, I do have something here that's really taking up computer space. Let me see if I can clear it up a little bit. Um, So, yeah. Well, I, I did. There was there was one part for season eight that I forgot to talk about. Oh sure. Um, I was watch when we were watching it, and um, they got the saviors were coming to attack 
hilltop. They got everybody out of there. Tara and a few of the saviors that had joined hilltop were about to attack. And all of a sudden you see this, he's huge fireballs and they even look confused. I'm like, what the hell just happened here? At Oceanside joined. Oh yeah. That was I got cool. goosebumps. I'm like, Oh yeah. my God, that's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, they're throwing Molotovs and Aaron's there, and which I hope he comes back into the show because he's been barely in anything this season. After... Yeah, I would actually, I would prefer he to be like the forerunner now. Yeah, Aaron or Jesus. Um, I was at first like, oh, it'll be Maggie. Cool, I like Maggie. She's leaving. Okay, damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think like Aaron or. Uh, Aaron or Jesus would definitely be high up on my mm -hmm. to-do list or the, or, uh, or even if they do like they did at the prison where it's like a little, they have a, have a little council. Yeah. Where they all work together to do this instead of just letting one person be in charge. Cause that does not work. We've seen that Yeah, several seasons that doesn't work. It becomes a dictatorship. Yeah. So if they have <laughs> like a, yeah, it actually, and that's what they call it now too, which I think is yeah. funny. They actually referred to that in the show I watched. But if they work together as a group, it seems it works better that way than if someone going rogue and making all the decisions. But that show does, they do a time jump. And people worry about that. But it's only a year and a half. So we miss the whole Maggie being pregnant part. Yeah. We don't have to see a pregnant woman in the apocalypse again, which was kind of boring with Lori. Well, it's weird yeah. that they've pushed this far along, you know, like Maggie was at death's door and yeah. then all of a sudden within two episodes, she's running and climbing and jumping like it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, and the way time works in this and the way this time works in this this universe, it's that two episodes was probably like a day and a half. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I mean, it's like she's already better. I mean, I know there's <laughs> I know that that Dr. Carson's a good doctor, <laughs> but I don't um, know how good he's that good. Yeah, one thing I was curious about season nine, and then I read something online about it about the direction. It's gonna be almost like a western. Yeah, because they have they're to gonna... go, because they're they're running out. I was watching actually. I keep saying that I was watching the that special, and they have to go back now because they're running out of bullets. They're running out of just things, so they have to yeah. go backwards. They're running out of gas, so they have yeah, to. Yeah, all those resources are running low. So that and that's kind of the neat way they're gonna re restart the show in a way is that they're going backwards to to what it was before we had any of that technology, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah so I I'm think that'll of, be interesting. I'm kind of hopeful for the season. Yeah, because if it's good, if they go that route, you know, like horses and carriages and uh, hand to hand weapons and hand to hand arrows, things like that, it'll be really cool to see how they push that forward. Yeah. And then, of course, they'll probably end up running into whatever that military installation that Jadis was part of. Yeah. That's going to be pretty crazy. I'm kind of excited for something because you can't have a helicopter and not tell where it's coming from. Yeah. So Especially they, one that she can call on. Like, yeah, to cut because she did. She, that's what happened when she brought Negan to the junkyard. And it was, I almost wonder if it was kind of a tease. Where she's like, I'm going to leave you strapped here and I'm going to leave in a helicopter. You know what I yeah. mean? Why would you bring him there and then call your backup to come get you? Yeah. I'm like, why would she do that? I think she was totally willing. And like she had that walker on a cart thing. Like she was setting up like a trap. 
Yeah. To be like, you get to watch me leave in a helicopter, and then you're going to get eaten by a zombie. Like, Yeah. And then it all went downhill, because you just got <laughs> just enough upper hand. Yeah, just enough for Negan could take advantage of. Yeah. Um, well, Maggie has, you know, we said where Maggie has her baby, and she has a boy. Do you want to know what she named him? No, I want. I don't want too many spoilers. Oh, because they <laughs> talked about it. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Oh, like, no! Oh, it's listen. a boy! This it's is a- the worst gender reveal ever! <laughs> no, the worst gender reveal was that guy in Arizona. I don't know which one that one is. Oh, he started a uh, wildfire. Oh. 8,000 acres. Wow. Anyways, $8 million in damage, but that's that's real life. This is this is podcasting. <laughs> this isn't for real. This isn't for real. This is all for fake. Um, I'm trying to think anything else character-wise there, who I'm there curious was, about. There, we forgot to mention there is a new group. Yeah, that information like librarian lady yeah and that lady yeah and i like her as an actor she used to be on criminal mind so i'm like oh i like her so i was kind of yeah shows up and wants records like not like documents but actual music i was like that yeah she not spoken word though she did not want spoken word albums it's like music and alive and well (laughs) (laughs) yeah she just wanted music and food (laughs) and then she gave him a a thick book she had handwritten the key to the future so it's yeah it was like self-made technology and stuff yeah windmills and aqueducts and things you can use to like a mill things you can use to to start over and i thought oh that's kind of cool yeah that is pretty cool yeah that i was not expecting that all of a sudden like wait who are these people now i'm like great we have another group we have to deal with They don't want guns or weapons or food. They just, oh, just give us some entertain. We're just very bored. Yes. <laughs> We're doing so well that we just need something to do. Yeah, her name was Georgie. Georgie. Yep. And I All thought, right. oh, God. Yeah, I kept thinking, another group. We have another group. Okay. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. And then. Of course, and what they had wanted to do, Enid wanted to just kill them and take their stuff. Um, going against everything Carl had wanted them to do as a group. This is after Carl died. And um, Maggie decides to have mercy and not do that. And so yeah, she give does them give a them. Shot. Yep, she brings them back to Hilltop and does give them a box of records. And then that lady realizes how in need these people are and decides okay we'll just take the records for now and you can have half of our food we have right now she's like you're giving us food she's like well i'm investing in the future yeah like, oh that's cool so she said later when you guys are more up we'll come back and get the other part of our deal and then she still gives them the the book to to build all that stuff yeah and i'm trying to remember what was the other part of the deal what was the two things it was um she had four crates. She wanted food and records in those crates. And then what did she say? I think she said later on, I will, will come back for more, but it won't be and not like a Negan come back for more. Yeah, um, like they're all about trading. They're like about trade. It's a, as it was, it was a barter. She said, this isn't a gift. It's a barter. And we'll come back later and we will, we'll, we'll borrow when you are more more established and we can actually yeah. trade together yeah so it yeah. was like it's, it's like we take half and then yeah. she's like no we'll we'll work this out we can make a deal there's no point 
Makes yeah. you wonder if she knows about like Negan and them and sees how they behave. Because it's odd that all this is going on and Nelson she just comes rolling around the corner. Like... That's what I thought was kind of weird, but maybe she, you know, she realizes that they need help. I don't yeah. know. I'm almost, almost imagining some j- big underground installation. Yeah. For her to be able to just roll up like that without having any like any worry or issues. Yeah. Just her and two other chicks. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. She has no backup. Negan is around. I think he was still around at that time, right? When they made the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So all that's going on around her, and she's like, "No, we're good." Like they must have some kind of like secret thing. Yeah. Or maybe it's part of Jadis was part of them or something. But when they have that much technology, why would you need records? And why would you just roll up like that? Not have yeah. any backup? Unless she did, and we didn't see it, but I doubt it. Yeah, it's hard to tell. She definitely went on the a cautious but trusting stance with people. Yeah. Um, I got to load up this thing. I got to make sure that I have my. I'm going to feel it's going to feel like I'm cheating because two of my things linked together, but that's okay. All of your bits and pieces. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we do our favorite supporting character? So sure. Far? Um, I guess we have to kind of classify who we consider like. That's what I was going to say, because my first choice, he's he's was on the show. Now he's gone. He was supporting. Then he was a main. And I he kind of blurs the line in between the two. And mine was Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, I do like Morgan. I love uh, Morgan. I did struggle for a while about his no sudden no killing stance. And I get it. But it was. I remember me and Tyler at work were almost shouting one day, debating about why Morgan is taking the stance he's taking mm-hmm. during that. And well, they explain at the end of the season why he did that. The first, yeah. you know, because now you can see what happens to him is that he yeah. kind of starts losing his mind and he starts seeing <clears throat> the people that he's killed and they're talking to him and he's like, "You're not here." And yeah, he starts reverting. Yeah, so now you kind of see it. You didn't. <clears throat> they didn't really go into that earlier, and then now they are, and yeah. you kind of see. Oh, I see why he needs to be by himself. Why he needs to be alone. Why you know why he needs to you know take care of himself again. Especially and when that, he says, "I don't die." Yeah, he has like a almost. I won't say a god complex, but like probably sees himself almost like a reaper. You know, he can't be stopped, but all he can do is kill. You know. Yeah. And in the comics, he is a lot more unhinged. Oh, like, really? Yeah. So the Morgan we see when he's snapping is like the Morgan all the time. Yeah. I'm putting on my coat. I'm getting cold. I have a blanket. My, so, yeah, I'm my cold. Professor too. jacket. <laughs> well, then my other favorite was because uh, that was he. And I went, well, he's not really a supporting nun. Oh. Yeah. He, I, I'd say he's more of like a main at this point. Yeah. So I put that in my, oh, so I changed it. So mine is Jerry. Jerry? Jerry, dude. <laughs> Which one is Jerry? Jerry's the king's right hand guy. Oh yeah, the real big I guy. I love Jerry. The big barbarian. Yep, dude. <laughs> yeah, see now I'm kind of torn because I don't know if mine counts as supporting or not. Because mine's Jesus. Kind of. He's kind not. Of, he's still on that cusp. Like, yeah, I think he's gonna become more of a major player next season. But yeah. as of right now, yeah, he's supporting. He's not in a lot of episodes. He only comes in at certain points, you know. Yeah. 
Because up until the final like two episodes, he wasn't in the far, the the four before that that I watched. So yeah, he wasn't really. He was in the beginning of the season, then he was gone, and then he was at the end of the season. Yeah, but I think just the moment he first uh, showed up, I was like, this guy's kind of cool. Yeah. Like when he's he gets the one up on Rick and them and escapes, and then when he's defending the town, he does that cool, sweet wall kick to the zombie. I'm like, all right, this ninja Jesus I can get behind. <laughs> well, then they even they even brought that up on the Talking Dead thing I watched. Is he going to have more playful fights in the next yeah. season? And they said, yeah, he's gonna be in. He's gonna be more in it, more in the thick of things. So that'd be kind of cool to watch. Um, but yeah, then of course, you know, like with my pick, eventually he's gonna be bigger. So I'll have to maybe rethink of that one because I'm torn. Because he's like Aaron too is another really good one. Um, otherwise, yeah, this is where I'm starting to struggle with the show because I'm having a hard time. There's not many characters for me to really start backing right now. Yeah. Because they all end up dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who, just away from our list here, who do you think is the moral compass of the show now? The moral compass it, of the cause, show? Because it was Carl. First it was Herschel. Then it was Carl. and the, Or in Glenn. And now they're all gone. So who do you think has become the moral center of the show now? Um... I'm leaning towards Carol and Ezekiel. Yeah, I was I was trying to say Jesus, but the end of the last season, he kind of was just like, no, Maggie, I'm on your team. And she definitely is swinging that moral compass a different direction. Yeah. Um, and I have to see how it plays out with Ezekiel. He doesn't have a real big body count, and he's always kind of been with the interest of the people. Yeah. But I'd say he's probably the moral compass more so. Yeah. Or Carol w- wants to be, but she struggles. Yeah, she tr- she struggles because she's naturally gifted at death. Yeah, she's <laughs> so gotten really good. <laughs> she's really good at it. <laughs> she is very capable, except for the whole Rambo Carol thing when they blew up Terminus. I was like, all right, see, see that okay. Was, <laughs> <laughs> that was I asked Dean at work last night. That was his favorite episode. Was it was a good Carol, episode. I just didn't like yeah. that she blew up that tanker using firecrackers. I, I know like, fireworks. Yeah. Now when she was taking down was... the wolves in disguise, like that was brilliant. Like that would yeah. be an actually really good way to take take out the bad guy. You know. And it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh my god. <laughs> um. <coughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. So let's okay, do back to our l- list now. Should we do least favorite first? Yeah, we can do least favorite episode first. Yeah, let's do least favorite episode. What was yours? Mine is the one that's actually on TV right now, live bait. It was the governor's standalone episode. It was so boring. Oh, yeah, where he's, well, you kind of get a glimpse of him trying to be like a decent person. Yeah. But you had already seen him do so much horrible things that it was just like too little too late almost. Yeah, I was just so bored and I didn't really care care about the family he found and yeah. at all and it all felt forced and i'm just like oh this is so boring can we go back to rick please yeah, yeah. that would have been a better like i'm trying to think the way to put it like when you first start to realize the governor's bad yeah have like a flashback similar to that but that was tough like it just i don't know it it felt out of character it was just like seeing someone 
rob a bank but then also give a homeless guy 20 bucks like yeah like, yeah but you still robbed the bank yeah. <laughs> um for me the episode as a whole was good i can't remember what it was called um it was a uh when beth and daryl were holed up in that in that house and there was food and they're they're bonding and they're getting along and all this character growth and then this random dog shows up and they go to check on it then the zombies come in and they ha get separated by the time daryl gets out she's kidnapped by that in this car yeah and then i was like oh my gosh like that was all a trap in my head i was like somebody has been watching this house and like sets it up all nice makes it nice and then separates the group and then takes probably the girl every time like to me that felt like an actual cause and effect a b c you know put in food make it seem safe unleash zombies separate the two grab the girl leave rinse repeat yeah. like that was almost a makes me sound creepy but like a sociopathic thing like a bait and trap and catch but then she ends up in this hospital where she has to work off this debt by getting hit by that car so i was like okay so in all of the places at all the time that hospital worker just happened to be driving by yeah this random house and just randomly hits a girl who was just at that moment running across the street and then like oh well this is all happens this is a happy accident you know serendipity get in the car like yeah the most part i was like oh you got you could have done a really interesting story around that instead and then when they get to the hospital you're like i i get it you know yeah making like indentured servitude i get it i would have been like all right cool i'm <laughs> i'm on this side of the wall the zombies are out there i'm safe yeah, I'll 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 mop floors like because <laughs> the alternative was so much worse. It just and then it just well, cascaded. But, but you're also a guy, though, for a woman in that situation. That your indentured servitude also becomes that you have to take care of the guys. And yeah, and I mean, yeah, I see, really touch on that, but I could no, I could totally see that. Yeah, that makes yeah, they kind of that's why that one girl tried to kill herself and tried to get away. And you know, because the the gentlemen need to be taken care of. That's how she takes care of her 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 uh, her, I guess her other cops. Yeah. So it's like, wait a minute here. I don't know, but that one was in season four. I'm looking <coughs> at it right now. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But that one, it just like I said, it there was a whole story arc that in my head was starting to build, and I was like, that would be fascinating. Like. It would be a, almost like a manhunter thing where Daryl is tracking this psychopath that's got the girl, and it could have really wound around something really cool. And then it just kind of became this other thing, and it was basically just a way to slowly, you know, give Daryl another heart wrenching moment where he tries to get to Beth, and he's like this freaking close, and just like Sophia and stuff. Like that's when he shines. But just for me, that the end of that episode or what that episode led to was the disappointing part. Because it was such a strong episode. It reminded me of like classic zombie movies where people are holed up in a house and the undead are outside. And So how about favorite episode? My favorite episode, and you, I, we've talked about this before, my favorite episode is Clear. I almost picked that one. I love that one so so much. That's the episode where um 
Rick and Michonne and Michonne had just started, just joined the group and Carl go back to Rick's hometown to see if they can find more weapons. And Morgan's still there. He never left. Of course, now he's alone because Dwayne gets turned, Dwayne turns to a zombie. He gets killed. Didn't he get killed by his mother? Yep. Yep. He never was able, Morgan was never able to kill his wife after she turned into a, into a zombie. So she uh, um, kills Dwayne, and then he has to kill both of them. And that's yeah. where he kind of loses his mind. Yeah, that's where he, he snaps. He decides to clear. It doesn't clear. It's not clear. You're not clear. So he's just saying over and over again that, you know, something, I have to kill you because you're not clear. You haven't yeah. cleared. You're not, you know, you have, you're, you're wearing a dead man's face. He says that to Rick. And he's like, I'm not a dead man. And yeah, yeah that whole episode. Like, he just assumed Rick was gone. And then Rick shows up. He's like, "Nope, that's not you." you yeah. So then you realize now. Now you have the hindsight from watching the episode. Now you go, "Oh, so he was hallucinating people the whole time when he was crazy." Yeah. He says, "You're not here. You're not real. You're wearing a dead man's face." So, so you go, "Oh my God!" What we were seeing in in season eight is what he was seeing in what season four. Yeah, or, like all the time. That's all what the time. So you're like, "Oh my God!" No wonder he was actually going crazy. And but then yeah, how, that... like, he wasn't just killing zombies, you know. When we first meet him, we think, oh, he's just, he's clearing the area for zombies. Like, he's trying to just get rid of all of them that come across. And then, you know, yeah. you find out it's everything, every person. Yeah, every person that came into town, he would kill them. He tried to warn them first because he put signs up, you know, don't come in here, don't come. Well, if they came, like, oh, you're, I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, this and, is it. This and is Lenny James go. is so amazing in that episode. Oh, my God. I, that's my yeah. favorite one still. And I don't know when that one was actually on. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that was... I think that was after the uh, events of um, the prison. And was that even after Terminus? I'm trying to look it up now. See, Claire was... Because she was... Uh, Michonne was in it. So I'm it was after Alexandria. Was 2003. Yeah. So it was way back there. So that was season over five years ago that episode yeah. was on. And that's still my favorite episode. Yeah, that one was really good. Um, yeah, I almost picked that one just because of the amount of storytelling and conflict they had in there was like superb. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, my favorite episode so far is The Grove. Which was very Carol and uh, I knew Ty- you were gonna pick that one. Tyrese, yeah, Tyrese centric. Tyrese. Where they had the two girls, Lizzie and I can't remember the other girl's name. She had a kind of an odd name. Um, hang on, I'm I'm in there. Lizzie and and I don't want to say Abby, but I don't think that's right. Mika, Mika. yeah, I knew it started yeah. with an M. Yeah, it was something weird. Um. Because it alludes to, or it kind of answers questions. Oh, I had it literally right there. Um, About issues with Lizzie that were kind of a throwaway comment when Lizzie and Mika's dad died. And he told Mika, you know, take care of your sister. Mm -hmm. So you knew even before that, that before the zombies and everything, that there was something inherently broken in Lizzie that they had to work hard to keep in check. And now that he was going to be gone, she told Lizzie's little sister, 
take care of your sister, help her. Yeah. And then as time progresses, you realize that she can't help anymore, that there is something going on in Lizzie's head to where she doesn't understand that there's a difference between the humans and the walkers are the same to her. It's never rationalized or connected those dots that one is more dangerous than the other. And that if someone dies, it's no big deal because they just come back and they're just a walker and they can't be hurt. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They don't really die. They become different. Yeah, they're just different. You know, nobody understood it because it was like this broken logic in this child's head. Yeah. Well, we had, of course, look at the flowers. Yes. Um, (sighs) (laughs) My uh, an ex coworker and I had a huge. discussion about this episode because it had just come on and we you know and i was just starting at 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 work and we were we were talking about this we were like right across each other on the line and he's like oh that episode was messed up i could never do that you can't do that he's like there's no there's no therapy for this girl there's no way she yeah, can no get fixing. better you can't fix her there's nothing you can do you can't institutionalize her because there's that doesn't exist anymore yeah so you can't have to do something she's gonna get worse and she's going to start turning and killing people to make them into zombies. Or she's going to get eaten by one because she yeah. thinks they're they're friendly. I mean, you can't, she can't get better. She's a psychopath. So what are you supposed to do? What can you do to save other people from her is to kill her. Yeah, it's just like one of those harsh realities of the world that some people have to be put down. You know, yeah. like... um. Some people just function so differently in the zombie apocalypse than you would expect. So in our rational world, oh yeah, this is what you would do, but the rationality doesn't really exist there anymore, not in the way that we know it. No. So for me, it was like the psychological aspect of that episode and how shocking it was and made it my my favorite. Yeah. Well, just clear the... being a close second. Well, it was just this this the the um what's the word i want just the the psych like you said the psychological aspect they introduced into the show where like okay what would you do yeah what what would a normal person do like well i wouldn't kill it well what are what would you really do though what options do you have i mean like i said you can't send her to therapy you can't give her medicine i mean you can't do anything for her so yeah i Yeah, she was broken, and she was broken long before. So the fact that she held it together that long before something horrible happened was kind of amazing. Because imagine if you already have emotional issues and needs, and then the zombie apocalypse hits, and you're still just like, no, I'm cool. I'm just a kid. Like, (sighs) All right, um, let's go to best character. I want to do the trade last. Okay. Best character death. I have three. Three? Oh, oh, I have one that's my definite <laughs> that I picked well before I watched the last two episodes. And then yeah. I have two more that are kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I'll do my my favorite first. All right. My favorite? Sasha. Sasha? That was Sasha's, a good one. That was awesome. She kind of said, screw you guys. I'm take, I'm doing this myself. And she turned herself into a weapon? Yeah. Where she, like she, she, knew. she knew she couldn't pick. And pick, you know, because that's what Negan said. You can join my group because he liked her. You can join my group, but you have to pick somebody else to die. And she yeah. couldn't do that. So she's like, I picked myself. 
And I thought, oh my God, that is so brilliant. And yeah, that was so close. I was actually, I, to help me remember some, I found a, a list of all the like main character deaths on The Walking yeah. Dead, and it counts how many per season. I saw hers, like, oh, that one was really good. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite one. So then now you can, you can do yours. Gotta go with Glenn. Oh, Just yeah. Scene for scene, it matched the comic books, and it was such a uh, a benchmark moment for the show. After multiple times, Glenn feigning death or barely making out alive to where people just assumed, oh, yeah, he's dead. And then all of a sudden, he'd come back, and it was finally like it finally happened. Like there was almost, a, I don't want to say like a, it's not a relief, but. Just knowing that now we didn't have to worry about Glenn anymore. Because <laughs> like, everyone knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It just now we know it's officially has happened. Um, yeah. So for me, and it's not so much a visual aspect. It was just the full on. It was going to happen. It finally happened. And it was done in such a way where it progressed the story forward so far. And then when his final words like, Maggie, I'll find you. Yeah. Basically, it was him like saying, like, even though I'm gonna die, I'll still come find you. Like, I, yeah, it'll be okay. And I suppose I could probably try to find like a second one. Well, I had I had three, but I just I, my brain just forgot the third one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had see, two. I'm browsing sure. now, trying to find. I, I had one. one. I'm like, oh, that one was great. And this one really isn't a cool character death. It was just a situation, and we talked about just a little bit ago. It was Tobin. Where he got cut, and then um, he was the one. It was one the, the first one that died after the saviors poisoned their weapons. And I thought, oh, that's cool that it actually worked. And I yeah. didn't want Tobin to die. I liked Tobin. He was such a big kind of protecting guy. And I yeah. was like, oh, after him and and Carol kind of reconciled a yeah. friendship anyway. Yeah, that, I kind of got on speaking terms after she <clears throat> ditched everybody. Yeah. I'd say my second one would be just for the gore factor would be Noah. When See, he that was, was killed in the, the revolving, revolving door. door. That so that just, was, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to say that one just more went along with uh, like the classic zombie movies, you know, Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead and all that, you know, just the way he died and the practical effects and everything and how Glenn was basically just forced to sit and watch because he had no other option. Like, Yeah. Well, then how did, how did he get out of the revolving door then? I think he must have just shifted enough where he could he make just, his way out. He probably just sacrificed what was left of Noah and it took off. Yeah, I think they it like unclogged and he was able to just like shimmy his way out. I want to see what's least favorite death. I'm trying to find like just a really lame one. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy who like, who fell on his own weapon or something. Like, <laughs> Oh damn. You cut I'd say mine. death would be, be my least favorite. Cause it was so unnecessary. Like why she decided I'm going to shoot this, stab this one with a scissor. and then yeah. get shot in the head. Like, I don't know. I thought well, that she, was, a, he wasn't like, a victim anymore. No, that was kind of good. She kind of like, but then she died. It's like, oh, 
Oh, she died okay. because she threw a tantrum. You know, like yeah. she was out. She could leave. Like it was done. And she's yeah. like, "Yep, I see how this all works. I'm gonna stab you. Like you have a gun. <laughs> I have scissors. Like it just was. <laughs> it was just like silly and unnecessary. And for a character that I actually enjoyed, yeah, I was upset that she died. But then I was like, well, it felt unnecessary. Like, but that whole sequence, like I said, the whole hospital sequence to me was just kind of, I don't know. Mine was, eh. was several bottle episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like this is really this is kind of I'm bored. Can we just Yeah. yeah. Well, same then... with Tyrese, Tyrese's death. I'm like, really? Yeah. He finally gets to a point where he's okay with everything. And then he gets eaten by a eight-year-old. And he never really becomes a Tyrese of the comic books. Either. Which really upset me because he was supposed to be like, he was like Rick's best friend for a good chunk mm -hmm. of the comics. And they yeah. never had scenes together. I was like, what is like, the best friend part going to happen? Well, like, then there's there... a, oh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, sorry. Well, there was no Daryl in the comics either. So it was Rick yeah. and Daryl. And then Tyrese was just a side character. But they only touch on a little bit. There was one scene and Tyrese was originally in the, uh, was part of the, the prison. And he got separated and locked in like a weight room or something with like well over a dozen zombies. And like, yeah, he's dead. You know, yeah. like that's that. And then they go back later to go kind of clear out the room and they open up the door. I think they locked it from the outside or something. I mean, he was full on just left to die. I can't quite yeah. remember. And it's all these either. zombie bodies and he's covered in blood. And he's just basically like, what took you so long? Like, like he had I've just, been waiting. <laughs> yeah, he just demolished them. Like... All right, let's make a trade. This will be the well, last. I gotta oh, say, he more. wasn't my he wasn't my favorite death, but just just the whole thing with Simon. Yeah, when Simon dies, and then he becomes this pissed off zombie. He's <laughs> <laughs> the angriest looking zombie ever. Yeah, it's almost so like, mad. It was almost like if Trevor from Grand Theft Auto Five was a zombie. He just was pissing and moaning and just kind of just it was so f i couldn't stop so angry, yeah. just this angry zombie so he died angry he became an angry zombie yeah and then <laughs> it was like he was really demoted like yeah i almost was in charge and now look at me yeah. i'm just stuck on a fence i know it was supposed to not be it i found it really funny like i'm part of the scenery now yeah it was oh so yeah and simon needed to go a long time ago but i'm just like yeah. when he finally and that he died in such a way too where where negan strangles him to death he doesn't beat him to death he just breaks his windpipe yeah, I just officially like, yep, you're dying, and it's gonna be slow. Yeah, so yeah, that one I just I had to put I had I had to talk about that because it was just too funny. Him just just <laughs> just angry zombie. <laughs> Only zombies yeah, are even a, angry. <laughs> there's a picture here. I wonder. Oh god, it was um, so awesome. I don't know if it's gonna let me. Oh, it won't let me save it. I was gonna save it and put it on the uh, stream here. <laughs> so mad. Um. <laughs> All right, who would you trade? We're going to trade someone who died for someone who is currently alive. I would trade Herschel for Tara. I miss Herschel a lot. Trade Herschel for Tara? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a Tara's fan. I, on the list. I'm not a good big fan of Tara. I don't dislike her, but I don't really like her either. So I'm just like, oh, I wish Herschel was back. Can you imagine just how got, different the show would be if Herschel was still alive? Yeah, or Dale. 
Yeah, they are. Neither of those are my Dale. picks, but they were up there. Yeah. Um, a quick comment. Expurzas, uh, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um, just wanted to say thanks. Was looking at your other videos, and my son is hooked on the PC repair sim game. Yeah, that game is ridiculously fun. <laughs> like, I spend way too much time on it. <laughs> um, so you Hello, would trade... commenter. <laughs> you would trade, bring Herschel back, yep. and then... And Tara, can go. Tara can go away. I'm all for girl power. I mean, really? But I'm just like, oh, you're boring. She's too, like, Juno. She's just, like... Yeah. Just very... Too too much quips. Like you almost yep. she almost feel like she should come with a laugh track. Not like yeah. it's the actress, it's just kind of like we get it, you know, you're quirky and fun. Yeah. Which maybe the and, show needs that, but no, I totally she's on my list of like if I would get well, rid of a person. And she flipped too fast. She went from wanting to kill Dwight really, really badly to flipping to be on his side. Too yep. quick. I mean, he should have had to do more things to get on her good side, not just one thing. And then, you know, I don't know. Just accept it. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of a, a two, two dimensional character. She doesn't have a lot of depth yet. And no, even when she's in like a dire circumstance, she's just so witty and funny all the time. It's like, you know, I think some of the, like when you're tied to a chair and these women will like kill you in no time, making jokes didn't seem like a, uh, a self-defense mechanism. It just seemed like that's how much, like just not taking the event seriously. Yeah. Um, well, for me, this is going to be weird because I, I ran a few names through my head on who I'd bring back. But first, I would get rid of Gabriel. Okay. Just because he hasn't had much function and besides his conversation with Negan and getting him to open up, hasn't done a whole lot. No. And it basically is a divine presence that he has not died several times. Oh yeah. Like I and I, I bring it up every time I bring up Gabriel that he was safe in his church, but decided he needed to escape and makes it five feet from his church and steps on a nail. I'm like, dude, you are not meant to be on your own. <laughs> well, Anytime he he's on his own, he nearly dies every single yeah. time. And then he, he starts to get some character development, and then he backtracks. And it's like, yeah. oh, come on! Seriously? And I know now they do this thing with a cool white eye. I just... He, to me, as a character, has been very just... Okay. Okay, you're like, there. For a while, he was just like Rick's whipping boy. You know, he's trying to like to do something decent, like have a church. And then Rick would like walk by and pull the stuff down. And I was like, well, that's kind of douchey, but it's funny. Yeah. Leaves the gate open when he comes in and zombies come in. Like, it just... His struggle at living in this new world was so strong that you're like, dude, you just need to, like, give up. Like, well, well, he even says that, too, later when he goes, maybe I haven't changed. Maybe I am still the the man who let, locked my parishioners out of the church. You know, yeah. even he admits that he hasn't had much arc. Yep. He's... Or that he's still just a coward or a weakling. You know, yeah. Like. Yeah. So he was like the one I'm like, yeah, I get it, but no, I'm I'm good. Like, we could probably, like, if we kept Herschel, mm -hmm. there'd be no need for Gabriel. Yeah, Herschel exactly. Herschel would be like that religious and that, faithful that presence. Yep. And then I was like, oh, would I want to bring back Dale? 
how would Dale be reacting to like the new the current Rick and how oh, would God. like who would he be, you know? Like yeah. how would he be handling all this? What would have been his point where he's like, No, we need to take care of these like, no, not Dale's like Shane. I think the stuff with Negan would have ended a lot sooner if we still had Shane. Oh yeah. The governor wow. thing wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that he would have been like, Nope, this doesn't feel right. He had a better in like uh gut his, feeling about yeah, people. His intuition was better, yeah. yeah much stronger. Like, no, and then I was like, for storyline, I was like, I would keep Lizzie. Really? Like, I, yeah, because the idea about like her or the one wolf dude that was kind of helping at the end. Oh, I sure. wanted a character amongst them that you don't know how safe they are. Oh, yeah. So, like, the idea of, like, Lizzie, like, Carol not killing her, but just, like, leaving in the night, and then Lizzie is just like, oh, okay, they left. I I have my friends. Yeah. And it would be almost like Herschel and them corralling zombies, where she would corral them, but just to have friends. So she'd have, like, this whole fenced-in area and end up, like, creating these zombie hordes that she's sort of in charge of. <laughs> and then showing up later on either as like the wolves or like even a character like her would be like in charge of the wolves oh yeah they use zombies as weapons like they use them as a tool like she would be that type person or her trying to be rehabilitated amongst all these regular people and the struggle that she would have that internal and, and most times external struggle where people are like whoa what do we do with this person like sometimes yeah. she's cool but now she's feeding cats to the zombies, like, or she would almost have like an insight, like maybe she would slowly like realize what well, this isn't right, you know, but she would have like almost a working knowledge of how zombie brains would work to where she might not want to help the zombies or kill them, but she would be like, well, no, this is how they will respond to this. This is how, yeah, they don't do that. This is how I would respond to this. You know, she would have like this interesting twisted view on the zombies that she didn't, wouldn't see them as a threat she would see them as just like a different creature that you would have to navigate and i don't know there would be a lot of interesting character tweaks that you could do with it with someone like her and then how like just picking other characters like how would jesus react to lizzie how would gabriel how would uh how would rick knowing everything she's done like how would all the other the Carl and them that would be about her age, how would they react to Lizzie? Yeah, because really the only people that knew about her really were Carol and Tyrese, and they never told anyone. Yep. I don't even know if Carol ever really said what happened with Lizzie either. She just kind of alluded to that she was with her and now she's not, you know. Mm -hmm. How would Carol, you know, like if Lizzie made her way back or found her way to uh, what was the one with not sanctuary the realm oh, the kingdom the, the kingdom. kingdom if all of a sudden carol's sitting there then up walks lizzie you know slightly older how would carol handle that like i think lizzie would end up almost becoming like feral yeah i mean she kind of already was but i mean she would become almost like a living zombie yep and they talk about that you know in some things you like the world war z book about how people think they're zombies yeah and they're just sick. They're just brains are broken, but they just relate and pretend and they're zombies. And for some reason, I would think she wouldn't get eaten. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel just, like she would she just would... somehow manage to not die. 
she'd probably end up almost being like Michonne where, or them when they have blood on them and stuff. Yeah. She'd probably be around them so much that she would just be masked by their scent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just, that would have been a really interesting character, you know, like there's this one person who's like queen of the zombies and it's like a <laughs> child. I mean, Carl's age, like the actually the opposite of Carl or her brain would work in such a way where she realized, wait, I need other people, and, but I still need my zombies. So she would be, I almost imagine like charismatic, like she would show up at um, the kingdom and just be like, oh, hi, you know, I'm just, I'm Lizzie, you know, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I've been surviving. Then there's Carol, like, no, this person's crazy. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like there would be this, in, there could be so many different struggles with that character. Yeah. And the same with the wolf guy. I really wanted him to survive and just like, like almost pick his brain about why he chose to live the way he did. Yeah. Well, they never really, and that's one thing I don't like about the, how the show hasn't done. They haven't really, they didn't really delve into the wolves. They were just there. They never explained how they started. Yep. And I, and same with, and I'm watching old episodes now because they're playing on, they're playing on AMC. We had talked about this one other time too, when they showed um, army guys had been killed and then left tied to like trees and stuff. You remember that? It was way back. They never addressed who did it. Yeah. Same with when Beth and and um, Daryl are in that was it like a golf course kind of a place. Yeah, the golf resort. Yeah, and there's somebody hanging up, and it said I don't remember what it said, like a sign hanging around her neck. They never explained what that what happened there yeah so and i think was, that would be an interesting way for the show to go is like to backtrack and explain more of what's happened to these yeah. other people you know like the guy that hung himself when they're looking for sophia the guy that hung himself out in the woods or um how some of these people started to join up and interact which we can That'll be how we'll end the show is, like I said, with uh, Fear the Walking Dead, really missed a huge opportunity for that kind of storytelling. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I was venting about it at work the other day about, like, oh, yeah, Fear the Walking Dead is going to happen before the outbreak. I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, we get to see the world come down and we can see how these crews came to be, how these groups started. And they spend six episodes, everyone just like, don't trust the military. No, trust the military. The military is bad. Yeah. You know, like, it's a whole series of that. And then, like, you meet these interesting characters like Strand and Travis and all them. And they're making their way to this boat. Like, we got to get to this boat. They get to the boat. The season ends. Season two starts. They're on the boat, and the whole world's already gone. It's like, what happened between those points? There was way too much buildup. I mean, it was like episodes and episodes of doing nothing. And then, and then the they, whole second season, them arguing on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, you missed so much cool storytelling. Yeah. Of the struggle people would have with zombies. Yeah. Like, and there was only one. I only liked the guy who played Travis. I didn't care about any other, the, any other, other people. Yeah, I did. I honestly, I, I didn't strand. like many of them. Like I struggled with that one, to be yeah. honest. I didn't like, I didn't like, well, I wonder if the reason why I didn't like the oldest son is because he played Voldemort in Harry yeah. Potter. So I'm wondering, oh, maybe that's why I didn't like him. It's like subconsciously, I don't trust yeah. him. And but, I had the same, like, I liked him, 
but only for a while because then he went the same route of and Andrea on The Walking Dead, where the moment she saw someone in power, she would latch on. Like, yeah. Just every time she was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna follow you around." Yeah. You know, like, "Oh, hey, Rick, I'm gonna give you the eye," and then she goes, "Oh, never mind. Hey, Shane, I'm gonna hey, give Shane. you the eye." And, and then, then, "Oh, hey, yeah. Governor, I'm gonna give you the eye." Yeah, they just they didn't on. develop. Yeah, they didn't develop that character very well at all. And they did the same thing with um, I forgot his name, but I don't remember his name either. Where I... he knew how to survive because he was living on the streets and stuff, and just living with horrible people. So he kind of understood. He had street sense. But the yep. moment he'd like meet someone that had like a different view of the zombies, like, no, we should follow what they're saying. Like that all makes sense. Okay, that went horrible. No, but we should really follow these people now because that all makes sense. Like he is so quickly ready to push his family away and join these new groups beyond logic. It just I don't know, like when I thought about it, the episode where they kind of backtrack with Shane showing all the steps he went through to try to save Rick when yeah. Rick was still in a coma. That was Fear of the Walking Dead. Like that whole yep. series, that one episode, they could have done that a dozen times on Fear of the Walking Dead and just told these stories of families struggling that their kid turned into a zombie or um, a man's wife turned and he had to kill her or something. You know, like you could have really worked on that, see the actual society collapse. But no, we, we got that during an opening credit sequence on season two's first episode. And then people arguing on a boat and yeah it just really bothered me like and then the whole like strands taking us to mexico why is he why is he taking us to mexico it's like who cares yeah exactly you're not dead <laughs> <laughs> you're on you're, a boat you're safe don't worry yeah, about it so much it just it really bothered me like they could have that's my least favorite episode is fear the walking dead <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to like it i really did i liked the whole society before but like i said like it just they took so long to get there and then yeah. i did think it was kind of cool that that the reason the outbreak got bad was the army messed up but yeah. i didn't like that it was um daniel reuben blades's character that unleashed them that kind of annoyed me yeah he's the one who, who mean, let them out of the stadium that aspect but i don't yeah. think they kind of allude to like he was the zombie apocalypse, like he's the reason. But I think that was like one huge isolated incident where, yeah, that man really and his character I thought was so cool. Yes, and then it got so stupid. <laughs> I, I quit just, watching I after what was it the Mexico part when the when that that compound falls apart. Yeah, and that was I didn't care what happened fun. after that. Like that was Herschel's farm again. Like it was, mm -hmm. it was doing everything. And then when they're at the ho the hotels, like that was kind of the hospital. Yeah. And then she turned on the hotel lights. Like oh, I'm gonna f son turn on lights, lady. What are you doing? Like it just yeah. they all make <laughs> bad decisions, which I guess in a zombie apocalypse would happen. But it's just yeah. They tried to make a, a new Rick out of her. Then they started alluding that she is Rick's cousin. I'm like no. Don't do oh, it. The, don't the make character? the world that small. Yeah. Yeah. I. And I don't know if they ever pulled the pin on that grenade, but I was like, no, that would be really lame because that's basically like Rick's family is this super family. Yeah. I was like, no, make him totally isolated, totally different stories. Fear the Walking Dead could have been a like a Twilight Zone where it's just a different family, a different story every episode or every two episodes. And no, arguing on a boat <laughs> really bummed me out.
Yeah, I really I think that's when I like started it. to check out. I just, I yeah, after the whole compound fell apart, I'm like, I really don't care what happens to these people. I really don't. Yeah. I didn't really, yeah, Travis was the only character I liked. Everybody else it's, was whiny and complaining all the time, and which I would understand, but you gotta man up eventually because you gotta take care of each other. But see, for me, I didn't like Travis because he was just so aloof about everything. Like, no, everything's yeah. fine. I mean, he was military's the only- fine. Yeah, he was the only one I liked of the whole cast, yeah. and I'm just not a I I don't like I wasn't a fan of the the older the oldest son and the younger daughter was she was okay I liked Strand Strand was interesting so he was cool his character development was kind of cool but the rest of them like eh yeah I just I mean I might every go character in- started interesting and then got boring for me really. yeah exactly. I mean, I might go back into it and and just see if it if it got better after those characters left. Yeah. Um, I know I'm pretty sure I think I know Travis is gone. Chris yeah. is gone. The his son. Um, well, I could not stand that kid. Oh, I hated that kid. I just wanted to smack the crap out of him. I'm like, yeah. grow up. Damn. <coughs> and I wasn't a fan of. The Madison character, the main woman. I just yeah, I didn't as, like her as an actress. She just didn't fit the role. I don't think. It almost felt like she was struggling to find her footing. I yeah, just, I just. And I didn't every like, character like had their yeah. pluses and minuses, but a lot more minuses. Yeah. So. So yeah, of the original cast, there's not there's not many left. I don't think. I know that I'm on their IMDb page, so it's just the oldest daughter still on there. Um. The strands on there. Um, I think the Daniel's daughter still on there. No, she's yeah, not. not even Somebody sure. else they found. So another Hispanic girl's on there. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. And then that was a whole new cast. Lenny James went on there now. So Morgan's on that show. Yeah, so and that the again, only reason that... I'd want to go back over. Yeah, and that too. That to me made the world so small. Yeah. Like you have an entire entire world to play out this story with, and um, hey, we're getting a host from Minnie. Thanks, Mimi. Minnie. <laughs> right as we're getting near, right the as end. we're getting to the end. <laughs> but thank you. Um, yeah, it just they made the world too small for yeah. how much story you could fit. I mean, you could even go again. They don't touch too much on like other countries. They assume that all the country, every the entire planet has been infected. Yeah. So, but you could tell stories from across the ocean, way down south. Like the Fear the Walking Dead could have been so much more, and it just ended up being the Walking Dead remake, where everything you've seen on the Fear Walking Dead you've kind of seen before, like two years ago. Yeah. The characters are all kind of the same. The struggles are all kind of the same, and I don't know. It just could have really could have gone a different route with that one. Yeah. We could have done a trade, like take somebody from Fear the Walking Dead and trade it off. Uh, but I don't know. Like I said. <laughs> there aren't too many people I'd want to keep. Yeah. It just. I'm looking at their page. Mo Collins is on there. Chuck, you love her. I do like Mo Collins. Yeah. But in a comedic sense, I don't know if I've seen her do anything drama. I'm just imagining her being like her mad TV characters. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually make the show better. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> And her, then, uh, her son Stuart fighting zombies. <laughs> Minnie, you did a... not miss much on Fear the Walking Dead. We're kind of griping about it now as we're 
rolling yeah. the end of her episode here that they missed a lot of really they good storytelling opportunities in our eyes. Yeah. Well, it's and it sucks so bad because they had such a huge fan base already with Walking Dead that if they had played it right, they would have had a huge fan base, even bigger probably for Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Because you would have had more zombies because the beginning, you know, Walking Dead is so later now, there's, there, you know, there's less of them. There'd be more fresh zombies, which would be kind of interesting. Yeah. But they totally didn't play it right. The one episode, though, that I did like was when they got to that little island. With the, was it with a lighthouse? Yeah, that was or a good is, one. That was a good episode. Just the moral, the moral behind it was kind of cool. Yeah. I did like that episode. That was interesting. But <laughs> other than that, I, I didn't really care about any of the people on there. And then uh, Minnie says, uh, I think adding more mythology would have helped the Walking Dead roll. Absolutely. And that's what Fear the Walking Dead could have done. Yeah. They should have and been then, the basis for all the mythology. And I think when you said fresh zombies, she said, well bathed, fresh zombies. <laughs> 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 that's something Lizzie would have gone with. <laughs> oh, creepy. Oh. <laughs> oh, I grossed all- myself out. <laughs> <laughs> we always end up doing that. Oh. We go, we go one step too like, far. We're like, oh no! The car wash scrubbiness, like <laughs> spraying them down, and then parts are flying off. <laughs> Lather them up, and he says, using a pressure washer, knocking an eye out, like oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always go one step too far. Oh, Minnie says, go full loofah. Lizzie oh, would. Yeah, Lizzie she would. would. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, would so watch that. Yeah, absolutely. I would. Th- maybe they'll make a spoof of that. One. Oh, <laughs> pretty. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, for what you've missed, Minnie. I don't know if you're on iTunes. Follow nerd mode on there, and I'll get this edited and posted within maybe tomorrow. I'll try to chop it together. Okay. Because uh, you're coming in at the tail end of an hour and a half long episode. Because this is how we roll. We're always an hour and a half. At least an hour. Uh, so you'd be able to pick up. And I don't think I'm going to have to worry about editing besides putting in the beginning and ending music. So that'll be kind of nice. That's, I think, what I like about doing it live. Yeah. I'm a lot less picky. Uh, when we do Before, like, this is only our second live episode. And they go much better than normally I just turn on recording software and we talk for a while. I'm like, well, I didn't like that. Okay, we'll cut that out. We'll cut this out. We'll move that. Now this, like the editing process takes like 10 minutes and I'm done. So <coughs> we did a live episode two weeks ago. Mm, I can't yeah. find it. I don't know where it is. Oh, <laughs> it's in my computer somewhere. That was our, uh, we cast a bunch of stuff on that one, right? Yeah. And I noticed when we started the cast, the show kind of dipped. Just like my stream, more people watch when I play sim games than when I play retro or Fortnite and things like that. <laughs> I think with our show, well, we just rant. It goes well. And then the moment we start cast movies, it's like, no, we're we're done. Especially well, maybe do... The... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that we did obscure casts, so stuff that people probably don't even know exists. It's because you made us do Small Wonder. That's why. <laughs> I hate that show. show. It was so bad. <laughs> I hate that show. I always, I never liked it. I'm like, why are we doing this one? Yeah, Chuck so now we'll do just, just one. Because yeah, Years of War was popular. Billie Jean kind of tipped, and Small Wonder just dropped yeah. us down to, the, to zero viewers. <laughs> Nobody cares about little robot Vicky. 
No. <laughs> Just like in the, when it was on TV. But uh, this is my sister, Ditsy B. Hello. <laughs> yeah, see, she has no idea. We we did a cast of uh, uh, two, a movie and a TV show and a video game last time around. It just got to be a bit long. She says hi. Hi. Um, but yeah, we're about to sign out now because we're right at the 132 mark. So anybody listening would have plenty of listening for their commute to work. <laughs> yeah, I would hope. You, you poor person, traffic, if you're still yeah. in the car. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this has been Nerd Mode. You can follow us. Let me go to this screen. Boop. Boop. These are all the options. Don't worry about YouTube yet down there. Unless you want to watch me open up a, a Loot Crate box five years ago. <laughs> all right. Uh, have a good lunch, Minnie. Thanks for stopping by and thanks for the host. Um, I'm working on the Instagram more on this side. Everything's reversed. I do almost nothing on Twitter. I don't know if I'm going to keep Twitter going. Facebook, yeah, a little bit. We got to get these all going. Well, now that we're on the same the same crewing, we can do it together. Yeah. So you're not yeah, doing, it all by your, doing it all by yourself. Yeah, we'll make it work. Because, yeah. yeah, for the longest time, Angie and I, we would record. I think for a while we had almost every week, every two weeks. Yep. But then our schedules reversed, so we would never have a chance. So no. then all of a sudden it was once a month, and then once every couple months, and then like it was a year. Um, but now we're on the same crew and have a lot more time to do this and a different, totally different medium to do it in now, which it's a lot I easier for working really well. Editing, yeah. And eventually we're gonna do a live Facebook feed, Instagram, um, Twitch. There was another one. YouTube. We do a whole big thing. We're gonna get Jordan <laughs> in on that one, and that we might our... have to talk about wrestling. That could. That's fine. I'll just check my Facebook and my email while you do that. <laughs> like the last time we had a huge one, you I guys were so busy bad. talking. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I was checking my email. <laughs> was that with Mike? I think. <laughs> I think so. I kind of. Yeah. I got talked over a, a quite a bit. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> that's okay he's a big personality it was all yeah. right we're gonna have to and get mike show, on this yeah mike and ryan they'd be all about that yep maybe when we do when we we do a year-end show that actually works yeah we make i it think a we thing. had a pretty lofty goal with that year-end show like it was like we all wanted to be like a, a rewards show but we never got yeah. a good flow going and there was this no really we were all kind of jumping around and yeah just too lofty and too many people. No more than three. Once you get more than three people on a show, it gets really challenging. Yeah. So, all right. Um, sorry for anybody that's just joining. We're literally signing off now. Yeah, we got to get ready for work. Yeah. I mean, I'm for the most part ready. I might have a little time. <sighs> I should probably do some stuff around the house. Let's say I could probably play a little, do a little bit of a stream, but... By the time I got started and rolling, I'd have to end it. So. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get ready for the day. and eat lunch, and then I'm ready for work. Um, yeah, I think that'll that'll be that. Um, so thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening and listening to us rant about zombies and The Walking Dead. Uh, I am Spacebuck Chuck. My co-host, my sister, Ditsy B. B.
Uh, thanks for listening. Learn something about everything and everything about something. Bye. 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 I love that. Bye. <laughs>
It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured hundredweight and penny pound. When the man comes around. Sweet, that went really well. Yeah, it did. So now I'm going to say, I'm going to do this. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for all your help.